um, so, uh, yes, Alex, uh, since it's China Crazy Fist, you are now the announcer, I believe. Okay. Okay, and that means Professor Platypus is played by. That'd be Bree. Do you have you? What's Professor so, Platypus like? Make it up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of distinguished, but also a platypus. <laughs> <laughs> Does that, does that work? Oh, perfect. Thank you. Perfect. Best my favorite direction I've given. You are my favorite acting coach ever. Good evening, meat suits and meat dresses. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about bad books, movies, and television. This is episode number 129. We have now done as many episodes as the number of episodes of the Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show when it was won by Ken Points VJK Autumn Roses, a German pointer with a terrible name. Uh, Upset. (laughs) In In a stunning upset. Speaking of things on TV that probably smell bad in real life, this week we're talking about three sitcoms with first names. Uh, They are Rob, Whitney, and Chelsea. Chelsea has some extra words in there, but the other two do not. Uh, Whitney and Chelsea, both available on Hulu at the moment, so you can go check out. We're watching Pilot of Rob. Are we all three pilots? What did we watch for? No, uh, Uh, Whitney was not a pilot. Whitney Whitney was was just the most recent. Oh, Mind Games was the name of that episode. Wow. All right, so Pilot of Rob, episode 14 of Whitney, and then Chelsea is available. We watched the pilot, which is available on CBS.com. This week's episode is sponsored by audiblepodcast.com slash weep. If you go to that address and sign up for a free trial right now, you get a complimentary audiobook and you support our show and you keep both of those things, the audiobook and the support of our show, even if you cancel before it charges you a single solitary penny. So go out and do that now. You could even use your freebie to get The Savage Detectives, which is set in Mexico City and isn't racist at all. It's possible. It's totally Although possible. I, to talk I heard about. it's kind of confusing. But yeah, otherwise. but also it's supposed to be very excellent. I heard they made it into a sitcom called Rob. <laughs> <laughs> and lost all the non-racist parts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let me introduce you to today's panel. Of course, I'm your host. I'm Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. Get that underscore in there, because I'm not famous enough to have the two names squished together. Here are my friends. First up, in San Francisco, California, it's Ezra Fox. Hey, Alex. I really want to impress your family, because I'm short. (laughs) We have a complex, apparently. Lightning fast, worst of the three for you, the most miserable to watch. That's the thing. Go, gut. Just gut. Okay, Rob. All right. Uh, Also joining (laughs) us, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Seattle, Washington. It's Chris Smith. Hey there. Um, I reaction. can't communicate with my spouse, so I'm just going to scrub him like a dog. Is that all right? <laughs> and somehow he'll per- manage to pretend that he doesn't like having his hair washed. Yeah. Which is actually quite delightful. It sounds yeah. like a lot of fun. It, it, well, yeah, I mean, I pay extra for it at the salon because it's so yeah. nice. <laughs> Although part of the fun is having a stranger do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not, not having to make conversation either. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just scrubbing, no talking. Also joining us today in our Portland studio... It is Bree Pruitt. Oh, dear vodka. <laughs> Thank you for giving us your only begotten son, Jägermeister. <laughs> do you have a Twitter handle? Uh, I at, know that you do, but I don't remember Bree what it is. Bree Pruitt. B-R-I-P-R-U-E-T-T. Brilliant. Uh, follow her immediately. 
Let's start out, Chris. Uh, I want you to do a. We're going to do these three shows separately. So I want you to start out. Summarize Rob. So Rob is played by Rob Schneider, and he's a short, older guy who marries an impossibly attractive Latin American woman. Yeah. In a whirlwind wedding, and then the whole conflict of what I take to be the first couple seasons of this show from watching the pilot <laughs> is that. He has to ingratiate himself to her large Mexican family. It's full of stereotypes. It's full of cranky Mexican dad is leery of Rob. Mom hates Rob. And uncle really likes Rob because he thinks that Rob will make him rich. Also, Rob has occasional OCD. O-O-C-D. That crops up in weird ways but doesn't give him much character. Um... The funny thing about sitcoms is that plots are really straightforward. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's just say that there's a little bit of tequila and a lot of awkward. Nicely. The only thing that I want to quibble with is you said of many seasons. Yeah. <laughs> there's no, no, um, even with the money sunk in so far, right? There's no way this is continuing. Have you seen the ratings? Is it actually good ratings-wise? The premiere of this was three times the premiere of 30 Rock. Uh-huh. Well, but they put it in a super good time slot, right? It's still in that super good time slot. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Hopefully he'll die alone uh, somewhere where nobody who has ever been to or heard of Mexico can see it. We're not going to be able to have time for a compliment sandwich because we're doing three different things, but you have to do at least one compliment of every every show. Would Great. this be a compliment tostada? <laughs> tostada. That's exactly what it is. Open-faced Mexican compliment. Brie, you can go first or last. Which do you prefer? Uh, last. All right. Uh, Chris, why don't you start us off? You know... I'm gonna I'm gonna th- ruin all of your compliments because Cheech Marin. No. Yeah. That's right. Is the only good part of this show. Um, mm. He has poise and character uh, beyond the shitty writing in this show, and he plays this great Mexican guy. He's the dad of the wife, and his thing is he came over and he has his own business. He's been successful, and he doesn't want any other Mexicans to take his business. So he wants to build a wall and guard it with machine guns at the border, and uh, he. Uh, He's a funny fucking guy. I, I, th- yeah. I thought he was pretty good. He was by far the best and most likable part of the show. Cheech is so great. We have Cheech smoking. Anytime you have Cheech smoking in anything you watch, it's going to like go up like a, a full grade point for me. <laughs> yeah. I still found him to be not that entertaining, but... Uh, not I, that entertaining, but more entertaining by half than anybody so else much in this more. show. I'll take held, it. held focus, at least. <laughs> yeah, he did. He, he had some sort of some stage presence. <laughs> Seemed to commit to his lines. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, Ezra, why don't you be second then, since he stole sure. yours? <laughs> That's so mean. <laughs> um, okay, I have something. Oh, accuracy. Okay? Because here's the thing. Uh, everyone hates Rob, and this is really exactly how any sane family would react if their daughter married the real Rob Schneider. Really <laughs> yeah, the really hot daughter had a shotgun <laughs> wedding with Rob Schneider. Yeah. This is exactly how, like, any any other reaction would be completely unrealistic. So so they nailed the first part. I mean, did you guys, have you guys read the, the backstory of this show? No. no. So Rob Schneider married an impossibly attractive Mexican woman. And no. Wait, in real life? Yeah, in real life. And the, the thing that's different is that it wasn't a shotgun wedding. And also is that she is a television producer and said, you should do a show where you do the thing that you're always doing around my family. Of being really awkward? That's uh, And racist, and he does some voices for them, apparently, in their private life that she thinks is funny. The only thing that is different between real life and this show is that I'm sure in real life he has made somebody laugh with this. 
<laughs> well, actually, so I'm going to tra- transition that into my compliment because it's related to his real life, which is um, I watched a couple of clips or a, a clip of Rob Schneider's current stand-up act. And this show is significantly more entertaining than his stand-up. Oh, no. oh. Let me give you an example of something. That was like the back of the back of your head. <laughs> I mean, he. So here is something he did. I thought I saw him do you know whatever five or seven minutes on uh, on a late show, and he he said this. He said, you know, gay marriage is legal now, which is great because finally gay people can be as miserable as straight people. Haven't we all heard this one before? Yeah, I feel like that joke is so old, it, it's forming a skin. Everybody said that. Hallmark has cards that say that at this point. <laughs> How could you, and he delivered it on TV as if he was proud of himself for writing it. I mean, was he using Hallmark cards as his, like, cue cards? Like, uh, <laughs> they, they, they switched them. <laughs> so right <laughs> after that joke, he looks at the camera and says, Happy Valentine's Day, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Special congratulations to a very special boy. (laughs) I made you a cake. It was delicious. (laughs) I just got that card. It was very good. All right, Bree, your turn. Last compliment. Eyebrows. (laughs) Uh, Good enough. All right, moving on. Chelsea, Whitney, whoever Rob was married to, Mm -hmm. just impeccably groomed. (laughs) Just, just... And I think it, sh- it should be noted that I'm incredibly shallow, and <laughs> and just they're just the women look so lovely, and by seeing beautiful women fail, that's actually m- more pro women <laughs> than like it's like seeing a beautiful woman covered in mud. It gives you more of a appreciation for her as a human, and it's also kind of hot and dirty. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with Bree. I think the best you can possibly get out of these shows is just some Schadenfreude. Well, it would, the only thing that would make them better is if we could cover the ladies in mud. All right. I mean, <laughs> I'm, if just wait. Developed sure a mud fetish here, Alex. Chelsea's definitely going to have a mud wrestling episode. I wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh, I, I'm sure that if it was in Rob, it would be like his wife wanted to like do something nice in the mud, and he would trip and fall into it, and then have an appointment and quite drag the grandma into it's, it. Yeah, yeah. Or that like hump mud wrestling is so, uh, <laughs> like old Oaxacan tradition <laughs> that Rob decides to. Yeah, it's not mud. It's just a very rich mole. It's an adobo. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, today's hate game. Well, we're just gonna go on a scavenger hate. That's what we'll do. We'll go. Uh, we'll go. Go looking around for hates, and hopefully there'll be a series of clues leading us from one to the next one. Christopher Ames, thank you for the hate game names. Anyway, uh, there we are. Scavenger hate. Anything else? What do you hate about Rob? Focusing on Rob for now. <clears throat> yes. So here's an example of why this show is the worst show. Yeah. Um, here is the crucial plot point, which is much discussed on this show or at least much discussed in my brain, because I can't stop forgetting about it. Um, Rob uh, goes to wife's family's house for the first time. He comes upon a shrine to wife's grandfather, her abuela, who died 
all right? There's a picture of him, and it's a little crooked. He's OCD, so he straightens it, but it falls over, and it knocks the candles over under it, which spill onto his pants. Mm-hmm. He takes off his pants to get the wax off. Naturally. He's discovered by the grandmother, who cries out, but Rob wants her to be quiet, so he puts his hand over his mouth, and then through some tussling, she is bent over, and he's in his underwear, and he's behind her, and then his wife and her parents come by, and they see what's going on. Yes. I, I can't tell you how mad this makes me because Rob Schneider actually passed on my spec script, which was Rob Schneider sexually assaults a Latino grandmother. <laughs> and I can't help but think there's an awful lot of similarities here. Yeah, and, and this is all played for laughs, right? So do they think he was actually boning her at the moment? Because they certainly don't treat him like a... Like he had just boned a grandma. grandma rapist. Yeah, like that might yeah. be. You might. It might. They might be worse than just awkward. If that's what they thought. Alternatively, maybe people just already treat Rob Schneider as if he's a grandma rapist. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I can't tell that's the difference. That's his next movie, I think. And it's only disappointing that he doesn't rise above your low expectations. <laughs> Deuce Bigelow yeah. three geriatric gigolo oh. rapist. <laughs> Uh, I was say, it's shocking that the guy who made Deuce Bigelow would come across as sexually menacing in a terrible All right. Yeah, so some other, other hates? I mean, you know what it is? Is like, it's like, hey, someone I think saw I Love Lucy. They thought, what if we remade this <laughs> with Rob and switched the genders? <laughs> W- that was the idea. I was thinking that this show would be a hundred times better if it was set in Alabama, because it would just be, be, because it would just last one episode. Rob would turn the parents in at the end of the episode and get you know five thousand dollars or whatever you get down there. And uh, ribs, maybe. Yeah, that's what you get. You turn to pay in ribs. Shrimp. Tur- turn in a legal immigrant. They give you five grand and some ribs. Yeah. You know, in a little to-go bag. That's on their yeah. flag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's the Alabama motto. Yeah, that's their state bird ribs. <laughs> they kept playing up like Rob was more was screwing up more than he was. Like there was a point where he was like, uh, "You're a Latino. I mean Hispanic. Are those offensive?" And Cheech was like, "Yeah, both of them are." And I don't think that's true. Neither yeah. of those are offensive, but we're we're supposed to believe that he, Rob is keeps at, screwing up. At worst, mildly inaccurate. Yeah. Perhaps. Chicano. He's also, like, dumb in a way that's not, like, just, just, like, not even Homer Simpson would say something that's, like, the thing with guacamole, where he's like, this (laughs) is a dip native to your land. I think it's called guacamole. Nobody would fucking say that. (laughs) I think anyone who's ever been to a TGI Friday knows what what guacamole is. Very clear what that's called. (laughs) Oh, guys, can we just talk for a second about how good guacamole is? Oh, yeah, let's do that. Actually, I came from a party that had guacamole, and they did the thing where you put the pits in it. That, yeah, that happened also. You mean it happened also to you? Had mine, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, I at, in Rob? And what? the gist of it is that it keeps the dip from going brown, right? But the result is that you take a very large scoop of guacamole, and then you get back to the couch and realize that 90% of your guacamole is pit. That only happens once. <laughs> you, you know what, you, what happens when you get the pit? You get a wish. <laughs> <laughs> And your wish is for more guacamole. <laughs> and your wish is granted. All right, let's move on, guys. Let's talk about Whitney. Chris, 
summarize yes. episode 14, for some reason, of Whitney. Whitney is a sitcom starring Whitney. Uh... And it's about a group of people all in their 30s. The main couple is Whitney and her boyfriend, Alex, who live together and talk frankly about sex. Uh, there's another couple, Mark and some blonde chick, who are uh, misogynistic and defensive. Oh, they're not actually together, though. They're not? Oh, they're just friends? Oh, I bet okay. they'll be, though. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, and then the third couple is, uh, you know, an awkward... A uh, kind of nebbish couple who is who's going to be married. Uh, the Neil episode... and Lily. Great, thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the episode we wa- in the episode we watched, uh, Whitney has a work friend, uh, Craig, who she's very close with, and her boyfriend Alex thinks that she's having at least an emotional affair with him. So they go to a counselor played by John Cleese. And they do all these uh, intimacy exercises where they don't have sex, but they are just very close to one another. And some, you know, they bathe each other in some weird ways. And then it turns out that speaking honestly, instead of just being passive-aggressive, was the answer all along. Also, the other group of four people that are barely in this episode uh, plays some games at a couple game nights. The B story. Yeah, the B story is more about acting like a dude, which is playing to win, versus acting like a girl, which is yeah. hemming and hawing and not being good at catchphrase. Yeah. Uh, Except um, for crazy overbearing girl character. That's right. Where winning is about proving that your yeah. love is valid. Yeah. Um, overall, very tone deaf mm-hmm. and uh, unfunny. Excellent. All right. So uh, let's do one compliment to Whitney before we talk more about it. So uh, we'll go in reverse order that we just went. So Bree will be first. What is a Whitney-specific compliment? There's one joke that was dynamite, and they said it like five times, which was useful. But it was uh, the guy saying, uh, I look, when I'm attracted to a woman, I look north, and I look further north, and then east-west, 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 like he's motorboating her boobs. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, the, uh, the... Compass Rose sexual explanation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, I I love that you said that, too, because I have... We know people who write for TV shows, and I like thinking that there's one guy on the staff who wrote that joke and then wrote a bunch of other great jokes that were taken out, and he's just, like, this (laughs) one genius, and he's fighting for his life. That's righteous. Um, I guess that makes it uh, my turn. Uh, Yeah, go ahead. If we're continuing to go backwards. Uh, Whitney is wearing a gun necklace... Yeah. Did you guys notice this? Mm-hmm. Yes. She's just wearing like a, a small gold chain with a, and right in the center is just a gold Glock. I don't know. I don't know guns, but just a <laughs> clearly a gold like wrapper gun hanging. It's it's awesome. They never mentioned it. I have no idea why. I know why. Why? Freud. <laughs> that's a, sometimes that's a, a Glock penis. is just a Glock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's the protagonist of the show. She's wearing the pants in the marriage. So we need to see that in her gold gun penis. All necklace. I'm saying is that costumer. Is, was thinking about. Yeah. I mean, now that I I didn't realize, I, for some reason I thought we were watching the pilot. I didn't realize this was episode 14. So I I wonder if maybe there were 13 episodes about her gun necklace and they just <laughs> stopped talking about it. I don't know. Maybe I'm stupid for not knowing that. But still, I like it. She's just got like it's just a wrapper necklace, and she's not that. She's not gangster at all. <laughs> Compliment achieved. Uh, Krezra. <laughs> uh, I am. Um, I really yeah, like. 
I thought that her jacket was really good. <laughs> All right. Her clothes are really nice. I don't remember. It's been, what, eight minutes since I had you guys go last time? Ezra, go. Ezra, go. Okay. Okay. Um, at one point, um, unnamed dude uh, described unnamed girl as uh, being a guy because she ate ribs like a wolverine <laughs> and there's so many there's like no wrong way to picture this I think. like either it's the x-men uh character which is totally fun just you know going to town on some on some ribs or alternatively a bunch of wolverines like actual wolverines eating ribs which also sounds adorable i could really berserker attack some wings <laughs> <laughs> I like to picture the X-Men Wolverine eating ribs very daintily because he doesn't want to get barbecue sauce in his <laughs> On fur. his claws. Yeah, adamantium. Yeah. Well, I bet, yeah. I bet the slits where the swords come out, that would sting if you got yeah. sauce in there. <laughs> Gets it right here and right here. I mean, he can heal fast, but he still... He's is... a cow heal. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Chris. Compliment. Uh, my compliment is that uh, Whitney's clothes are really good. Um, she wears a lot of jackets, her heels are high, but also fierce, and, um, her clothes make her a far more interesting person than her character. Although the downside to the heels is that she starts the episode by taking off her heels and saying that she thinks heels were invented to help men catch women and drag them back to their caves, Mm. a joke that I think is as old as gay uh, people being as miserable as straight people. Yeah. Oh, I thought yeah. you were going to say as old as men dragging women back to their <laughs> uh, Awesome. All right. So we're going to do, instead of hates this time, we're just going to play one change over and over and over again. So what's one thing that you think could fix a part of Whitney? What's one thing that would make Whitney an enjoyable sitcom for you? Okay, I got one. Mm-hmm. So, take Alex and Whitney, the the main couple. I I don't like them at all. Mm -hmm. Um, But I might like them more if they're one hermaphrodite instead of two people. (laughs) (laughs) One, you mean like hermaphrodite uh, furiously masturbating? (laughs) Let's see that as the A story every single week. Or do, do, do you mean, like, with, like, the normal one-person set of arms and legs? No, do you I mean, mean like, like, Plato... Like Plato's symposium. symposium uh, where four, four arms, four legs. Connected together at the back or something, wherever they were connected? Exactly. Something like that. I, I, yeah. I'd see that. That would be entertaining for me. That sounds watchable, right? It does. And then it's like, you're having a... You're having an emotional uh, affair behind my back, which is attached to your back. <laughs> We're emotionally cheating on me. <laughs> and they just, like, wash their own hair. I don't know. It seems pretty all right. <laughs> I just don't feel close to you anymore. What do you mean? <laughs> uh, other um, changes? One change that you do to make this a little bit better? Yeah, I think it'd be a way more interesting show if Whitney was actually cheating on Alex, because that greasy scumbag needs something to happen to him. <laughs> um, Whitney is, I mean, she's not funny, no. but from her clothes and the way she carries herself, deserves better than him. 
And I think that it'd be way more interesting if she was trying to manage couples therapy with someone she was cheating on. And that'd be so much more complicated. And, and hilarious. Yeah, I want I want a wacky take on like uh, emotionally scarring cheating. Right. Yeah, <laughs> major infidelity, but hilariously done. Yeah, she'd be like the the girl Don Draper. <laughs> <laughs> My change was uh, is similar to I think what Ezra said. Where um, yeah, the dynamic is that she you know she's wearing the pants, she's wearing the jackets, she's wearing you know the sport coats, and he you know what is he a house husband or something? So I think just. Sure. It, yeah, I, yeah. So, yeah. like, extend that, and so he can sleep in a cage and wear a leash. So it's a full-on, like, dominant, submissive relationship. We need a show like that. We've never seen it. It's. I cannot name one other sitcom with a man in a cage and a leash. Right? He can't leave the house without asking her. And she yeah. has to give him baths because that's part of, you know, yeah. keeping him docile. Baths? Baths. 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 Okay. Baths. Just gifts of fish whenever. <laughs> yeah. him whole raw fish, and he has to like, just like, scale like, it with yeah. his fingernails. On his knees, just eat like, it like a gollum. seal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, there's just a. <laughs> it's not bass. It's a bucket of little fish. Like they're they're training a seal, and he's like, do the trick, stand up, and then tosses oh, a fish oh, into oh, his oh, mouth. Yeah. I would take that as my one change. It's yeah. just that she feeds him fish out of a bucket. Oh, wow. That's all well, he can ins- Yeah. Instead of a normal relationship, she's just a seal fucker. <laughs> it's weird because, like, there's so many things problematic with the show, but so many ways to fix it. I'll send you all my love every day in a Sealed with a kiss, guess it's gonna be a cold, lonely summer. We now return. I'm sorry, I gotta, I gotta warm that up. Good though. Peas and carrots, peas and carrots. <laughs> Brought to you by peas and carrots, your two favorite vegetables for babies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. We now return you to the adventures of Johnny Crazy Fist and his robot companion, Dakota 3. Brought to you by audiblepodcast.com slash readitweep. Audible, the tingle tells you it's working. We find our hero depressed and punching a wall after a bad breakup. Johnny, you've got to snap out of it. Our titanium base can't withstand your fists of fury. Robot companion, Dakota 3, it's no use. Professor Platypus dumped me. I'll never be happy again. It couldn't have been that bad. It's never going to work. I'm an English professor whose DNA was spliced with a platypus. And you seem to be functionally illiterate. If only I could read books, Platy would love me again. Johnny, if you go to audiblepodcast.com slash read it and weep, you can download a free audiobook and play it through my state-of-the-art sound system. You would do that for me? Of course. We are best friends. Ding! Download is complete. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the age of wisdom. It was the age of foolishness. Audiblepodcast.com slash read it weep. The way to a woman's heart is through her dickens. Read my- All right, let's move on. Let's talk about Chelsea. So this show is actually called Are You There, Chelsea? Called Are You There, Vodka's Me, Chelsea. 
but apparently this is from the vodka's perspective now. <laughs> yeah. Who misses Chelsea? Or NBC wouldn't let a show called Are You There Vodka be on its network. It's very possible. Unless it was like, Are You There Stoli Grey Goose Vodka TM? <laughs> Brought to you by Vitamin Water. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Doritos, but your vitamin yeah. water is, is definitely more in the wheelhouse. Nice. Right, summarize Are You There Chelsea for us. So Are You There Chelsea follows around Chelsea, and this is based on Chelsea Handler and her book, Are You There Vodka, It's Me, Chelsea. So the title originally was the same thing. Chelsea is played by Laura Preppen, who was, or Prepon, who was the redheaded girl from that 70s show, only in this, she's blonde. She works at a bar and just got a DUI, and she drinks a lot, and she likes to drink and fuck. And she has a very pregnant older sister named Sloane, played by the real Chelsea Handler, who scolds her all the time, which feels kind of ooky. And she works at this bar with uh, Kevin, the bartender, who she tried to hook up with, but they both are too dominant. Uh, The little guy, who is the bar back, um, who is, uh, his big challenge in life is that he's colorblind. And she has a tiny Korean friend, uh, who is almost as small as the little person. And, oh, she has a dorky roommate, too. Um, Not a lot happens. Her sister gives birth, but it doesn't seem like a big deal. Um, Her DUI doesn't seem like a big deal. And most of her thing is that she goes through life drinking as much as she wants to, screwing as many guys as she wants to, and avoiding predatory lesbians she met in jail. Coach Beast from Glee. Awesome. We love her. Who is awesome on Glee. She's really, really good on Glee. She's very one-note in this show, but, you know. That's... Well, she only, I mean, she was like, I, I'm assuming she's not actually in the yeah, rest that's... of the show. She was just a, a gag. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I would love her to be a recurring character. Although yeah. I do love that. Okay, well, I guess, well, let's jump into compliments on it. Because I had watched the other two shows, and Whitney especially feels just so neutered, obvious sitcom stuff. And Chelsea, like, it opens 30 seconds in with this annoying uh, voiceover. But like 30 seconds in, she's got a DUI. She's in girl prison. And she decides the only way to not get her ass kicked is to kiss this beast woman. And at first I was like, this is going to actually be an interesting show. It opened with her kissing this woman. And we're totally going to go somewhere from here. And it, well, spoiler, it didn't. (laughs) And let's just live in that moment of hope for the rest of the day. So your compliment is that it managed to mislead you for a second? Yeah, it was (laughs) felt great, though. Someone lied to me. (laughs) That's my. Uh, we're jumping all around, so we're gonna. Uh, we'll make uh, Ezra second. Okay. Um, at one point, uh, there's a character talking to a nun about uh, what they wore under the habit, <laughs> and the nun said, "I'll tra- I'll let you. I'll tell you for a pack of smokes. A whole pack. And I'd like a that uh, nuns uh, accept. Um, yeah, cigarettes as valid currency. Just it, it's like because once you get out of jail, there's not a lot of places where you can trade your cigarettes for no, for no. money. Apparently, a nunnery is where you should go. Yeah, only I mean, anywhere anywhere that money isn't really in high circulation, right? <laughs> anywhere that people aren't having the preferred kind of sex. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I also I also like just, this is how you know, this is a high-class show. They've got a little person. Uh, they've got a nun. They've got a huge, poofy redhead guy. Like, they just, they're really... Oh, yeah, I forgot that in the summary is, the big plot point is, she tries to make out and fuck a redheaded guy, but is grossed out by his red hair. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> it's not a story. The main character is played by a redhead 
So right. like, how weird right. is that? She's a total hypocrite. Yeah. We should, we well, should and she's a total, be, like, she's a good looking redheaded lady. Absolutely. Normally we be chasing Laura prep on down with torches right now for Red her hypocrisy. Red fiery torches. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, can I can I do my compliment? Uh, no, Bree is going to be next. I'm sorry. Oh, Bree. Okay, go. Oh, uh, goodness. Um, well, I, I liked the diversity in the show. Also, yeah, I thought it was nice. Of heights. Um, of heights and uh, <laughs> as as a woman of Korean descent, mm-hmm. I thought it was awesome that they had a super cute Korean girl on the show. Who is, Who is tiny but otherwise very cute and occasionally funny. Like yeah. on, on the scale of this show, is relatively funny. Yeah, if we're grading on a curb. Yeah, we absolutely. Should. We, we should. I mean, I think one of the only parts that actually made me smile on this show was when Chelsea is counting how many steps it was for her from the bar to her newer apartment that's closer, so she doesn't get any DOIs. She just says like 105 steps, and then the the cute little Korean girl was like, "I counted 140." <laughs> Which is, or it was two. It was like 212 or something like that. It was right? like it wasn't even a good. It wasn't a joke. Even it was just. I thought it was cute. I think she probably has much smaller steps. They, oh, she has smaller steps. I get. Oh, I thought she was better at counting. That's what I was. That's what I, I was oh, like. Really? I was like. Oh no! It's because yeah. No, Chelsea was taking huge steps, and Laura Prepon is like six feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> I thought maybe they just cut out the rest of the joke because it was racist, but just like I'm Korean. <laughs> so I'm so, so good I'm at math. Probably right. yeah. <laughs> Chris, your compliment. Yeah, my comment is also for the uh, Korean friend, uh, but it's for the flashback. I love a good blindside tackle. Um, yeah. The yeah. flashback here is that Chelsea was being, like, you know, taunted by this, like, older big g- kid, like this boy, when she's in the hall in some, like, you know, 70s, 80s, uh, you know, gym class thing. And then the kid rounds the corner and just gets open field tackled by her little friend. Yeah. And I guess and, as a, from, a, from a comedy standpoint, I love the open field tackle, but now that we know the serious long-term consequences of, of concussions, yeah, I'm just a little concerned for both of them. No, I mean, I love, I, I can't disagree with you more. And proof of this is how funny wasn't in Mean Girls when Rachel McAdams got hit by a bus. So funny. Totally funny. Totally funny. So much funny. less funny in the uh, 40 years later version where she has Alzheimer's. From all of her, from her concussion. Oh my god! And then, and then they had to use a notebook to bring her back. Well, uh, so compliments out of the way. Uh, what I want to do now is uh, for Chelsea. I want to play. Uh, Yours is not a good, not a very good protagonist. This is one of my favorite segments in the show. Yours is not a very good blank if blank. So, for example, yours is not a very good protagonist if the character she's based off of is playing is acting in the show as the creepy older sister, as the, like the specter of co- of actual comedy, who's hanging out and being forced to not be funny next to you. Like the like the ghost of comedy past is just hovering <laughs> over your shoulder the whole show. She does look like a ghost on that show. She, too. she does look like she's fading she's away. Gaunt, possibly from all the vodka. Hey, perhaps, perhaps, perhaps her hard hard drinking life has not treated her so well. I mean, yours is not a very good protagonist when you can make alcohol seem boring again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, like yours is not a very good protagonist arc. When the opening of the show is her getting a DUI, and the ending of the show is 
nobody having learned any lessons about DUI except getting an apartment closer to the bar. This is a big, like, life red flag. Yeah, I mean, yeah, people mess up, but this is, like, serious. This is an issue. Yeah. This is an issue, and they it was just played for laughs. Yours is not a very good protagonist when you are sex positive as a character trait, but do not seem to enjoy pubes, being on the bottom, or, like, being nice, I guess, to humans. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I guess having sex while sober. Yeah. Can I say for for the record, um, pre going off of what you're saying about the pubes, I think must love pubes is a really great um, like first line of a sex ad. <laughs> must love pubes. Must be okay with. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so one thing, uh, you, you yours is not a very good protagonist. Uh, if she says in her joke about vodka, comparing vodka to God, she says you can't see either of them, and uh, both of them have a role in unexplained pregnancies it's a bad sign when she doesn't know the difference between clear liquid and <laughs> omnipresent or invisible yeah because you can actually or see. non-existent yeah vodka is not invisible it's just clear <laughs> there is a difference and i like the other like other things in that line like and also made from potatoes <laughs> By and Russians. also engineered by the Russians. Yeah, God has more in common with JoJo's than he does with God. <laughs> mm, our God is a picnic-friendly God. <laughs> <laughs> Truly right. the king of kings. I feel like we could build one okay show out of let's all these. Let's do parts. it right now. Let's let's build. What is the Frankenstein monster of these three sit of uh, these three sitcoms? Okay, together? Cheech Marin. Uh huh. As as grandfather. So wait, we have to pick a protagonist though. Um, um, no, no. Well, how about how about the couple between the? Uh, I'd see the Virgin and uh, Hector, and they're or dating. Let's let's put the <laughs> Uncle Hector is dating the Virgin roommate. Yeah. Uh, and I then, love it. And Hector and his brother Cheech Marin does not approve. Yep. Right. Right. And 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 the um the the uh, short Korean best friend uh just tackles everyone. Right. <laughs> and then something from Chelsea. Something uh, from Chelsea. Or something from Whitney. Yeah, That's right. From so, so, so Jonathan from Thirty Rock is it, it has more lines. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and then occasionally everybody gets a bath. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then they have it. Yeah. They they wash each other's hair. And a nun watches. <laughs> yeah, there's a nun there, definitely. Smoking a cigar. Uh, girls so, kiss in prison at some point. Yeah. So, what do we call this? Then? <laughs> this show. Well, let's see. What, well, whatever it is, it has to be uh, sandwiched between an upside down exclamation point and a right side <laughs> exclamation yeah. point. That's so right. It, it doesn't Rob have the upside does. down exclamation? Yeah. Point. It, I guess it'd be the. It'd be. Are you there, Rob? Me. <laughs> I was just trying to think, like, if we just put them all together, it'd be, it'd be Welsob. Welsiob. That sounds Latino or Hispanic. Would, is that offensive? I like, <laughs> Chotney. Oh, dude, you know what it is? It's just, it's Rotsy. Rotsy. That's what it is. Guys, <laughs> coming up next year, check out Rotsy, the Frankenstein <laughs> monster sitcom that is kind of amusing and probably wouldn't actually work. Tagline, it can't be worse. (laughs) 
All right, everybody, that is it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us. We will be back again next week. The next episode you hear from us is going to be about the caress... No, no, the... It's going to be about Caress of Twilight by Laurel K. Hamilton. Uh, Not affiliated with the Twilight series, but as far as I can tell from the uh, back cover, almost exactly like it was part of the Twilight series. And so that fans would know where to go, she just threw the word in there (laughs) in the title to make nice and simple this is a this is a a sponsored episode and i gotta tell you i think we are running to towards the end of the tank of sponsored episodes so look for the opportunity to sponsor episodes coming again in the next few weeks we will figure out how we're going to run it next the next system and how we're going to open that up again and we will do it join us for that if you have any feedback in the meantime the best place to go is facebook.com slash read and weep or to readdeathweep.com slash contact. Just send us an email. We would love to hear anything you have to say. Uh, thanks, as always, for joining us, Chris and Ezra. Of yeah. course. Excellent. And uh, uh, thank you for sco- so much for coming in, Bree. My pleasure. At Bree Pruitt on, uh, on Twitter. Thank you for being here. Awesome. We'll talk to everybody next week. Goodbye. Pshh. I'm just going to take my balls and go home. Okay.